This is Unclaimed Bands, episode 18. Hey music lovers, it's Amanda Mayhem and Sean from Unclaimed Bands with Robin Gazzara. Hey guys, I'm Robin. This is my uh, drummer over here, Mr. Robbie Biggs. And What's going on? My uh, guitar player here, uh, and bass player, <laughs> Brian Gardner. Hello. How's it going, guys? Thank you for sitting down with us, first and foremost. So let's start this interview. After reading your MySpace and your bio, I have a crucial question, and this applies to the whole band. What is your favorite flavor of tea? Okay. <laughs> Green. I know this. Okay. Green, nice. Um, okay. All right, this is... Can Robbie go? Because I have to think about this. <laughs> I, got a, I got a white pine needle. Oh. Yeah. White pine needle. Yeah. Never heard of that. Never it's heard of that. It's delicious. <laughs> Straight from my uh, pine tree. Before it around on Christmas. It's real. It's real. I didn't make it up. I enjoy... Uh, all right, I'm into this youth berry um, orange blossom tea from Tiavana right now. It's fantastic. Youth berry. Yeah. Does it bring you back to when you were eight years old? I don't know, but it's Some fantastic. It has awesome. berries and youth. great things. It's fantastic. The new fountain of youth in yeah. youth berry. Yeah. You heard it here, friends. <laughs> awesome. Well. And your favorite. I said green. He, he, he said I green. I didn't even think oh, about he it. He said green earlier. No, just it's like green Jasmine. tea. Straight up green tea. green tea. No honey, no sugar. Warm just green tea or cold green tea. I enjoy honey too. I don't have a preference. <laughs> How were your musical tastes shaped growing up? Um, well, I feel like mostly I grew up, um, I was the youngest, so everyone around me was like, I grew up with like Y100 and like, um, a lot of classic rock, like Pearl Jam and Stone Temple nice. Pilots, all this stuff, and that's like what I grew up on. And my dad had, um, he had like a, a rock, like a cover band, and um, I had my my favorite songs. I was like six. Everyone, my friends were like, "Yeah, I don't know who Stone Temple Pilots are, Robin. I'm sorry." But like, <laughs> I had like my weird, favorite, yeah. I At least they apologize. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, yeah, definitely, I grew up around that a lot. Yeah. I would say that. Uh, like every, I remember every Sunday morning, my dad would just blast music to get us up for breakfast, and uh, I was kind of the same way. Like my friends never knew what I was talking about or listening to. I was like, oh, I was listening to John Fogerty and Creedence Clearwater Revival, and they're like, John Frogger, man, what are you talking about? And still to this day, some of my friends say, Oh, you seen John Frogger, man, lately? And uh, yeah, so it's kind of my dad just got me on the classic rock stuff, which. I'm glad that he did because there's so much out there that it's it was music that I think even now that was written then that it's not written now like Most just definitely. the way it was produced and the way it was collaborated together I just don't think it exists anymore. Right. Uh, well, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, as I was growing up, I didn't listen to too much music, but in middle school I was in the rap music, and it wasn't <laughs> until high school I that I realized that there was better music out there. <laughs> It explains um, how your your bass playing skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how did you all meet? Um, well, I was in eighth grade, and this guy Ryan uh, was in my boyfriend's band in high school, and they were like the coolest kids, like band ever in high school. I was like, my God, I'm dating the drummer or whatever. And um, yeah, I used to go over there all the time. We hung out a lot, and um, you know, they we all had different bands here and there. He played with me a lot, um, like talent shows and all these different things and um 
uh, yeah, now we ended up back playing again as normal. So yeah, and yeah, Robbie, I, I, uh, I played in a band <laughs> uh, with her boyfriend, and then we together played in a band with Robin, and it, it, we just kind of just stuck with it. Um, we we would like. Robin would play by herself, you know, she'd do her own thing, and, and it always just came back, and it just feels right. Yeah, and uh, Robbie, kind of, he always, he uh, played in another friend's band we knew, and he was always around, and like, yeah, just the... existed. No, he was, <laughs> no, That's he true, was, That's we're always like, we always, like, too, I was know? always kind of there. But you went to Randomly. a different school than we did, so, yeah, yeah. and um, one day, what were we doing? It was Thanksgiving or Christmas or something like this a few months ago. Oh, it was our yeah. ugly uh, Christmas sweater Oh, yeah, party. I had an yeah. ugly sweater Christmas party, which was awesome. And, um, yeah, he came over, whatever, and we were talking about music. He's like, can I play your piano? I'm like, yeah. And then we started it's talking. That's a really good impression, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> she does it impressions, is. too, folks. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so then I was like, hey, you want to play a couple of shows with me? Because um, my brother had a few holiday shows, and I was like, you know what? I should have, like, a three-piece thing. It'd be fun. And he's like, yeah, totally, it sounds cool. And then we started playing, and we're like, this is awesome. So we went from there. Yeah, Excellent. I think that's the way it went. <laughs> so since you've been, you've all been in other bands, uh, you know, growing up yeah. and everything, how does this collaboration work, you know, for you differently from others? Um, it's way... <laughs> I feel like I've always been in a band that were like like five people or four or six. And there was so much like crazy, but like it was so simple when we all got together. We're like, okay, and it just everything flowed so natural. It's so much it like, easier to yeah, write and just, to rehearse, and everything's much easier. It's quieter at practice. Yeah, it's like it's not crazy. Yeah, it's weird how piece. it's nice. There's right? no egos. <laughs> nice. No, definitely no egos, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, it's like everyone's just like, all right, let's play music and see Alter what happens. Egos. And, uh, <laughs> you seem to collaborate well with songwriting, but what inspires your songwriting? Hmm. Well, Robin writes all the songs and then kind of records them uh, in her home studio. Just in my hallway. M yeah, right there. over there in, in the hallway. <laughs> On my chair. And, yeah. <laughs> and a special chair. <laughs> it's an antique chair. It creaks a lot. <laughs> it's very inconvenient. She'll email them out to uh, me and Robbie and, and we'll take a listen and kind of uh, put our own spin on it. And when we go to actually help write the song and put the rest of it together, um, kind of put our all our own takes on it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much how it works. Hey, let's listen to one of your songs. This is Crash by Robin Gazzara. The leaves fall down. Standing still Surrounded by change I, I run away Scared of the light That shines on us So bright
Thank you. That was awesome. Where can we find your music at? You can find my music at uh, ReverbNation.com slash Robin Gazzara. Um, SoundCloud. I have a SoundCloud. Um, Facebook. You can just search my name there. Um, I have a my, <laughs> MySpace. Absolutely. My website that is um, up and developing right now. It's in the progress of becoming a website. Uh, RobinGazzara.com. Check it out. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, Robin, this question is for you. In your bio, you talked about uh, at an early age going on tour with your brother, Ace mm -hmm. Enders. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that and what that was like for someone so young to be on tour? Mm. Uh, well, yeah, my friend, it was 18. I I'll tell you the, well, going out there part because it's funny. I tell it all the time because it's funny to look back now. Um, I was actually on vacation at the time with uh, my parents. Like, we couldn't, I couldn't back out of it. And I'm like, all right, well, whatever. So I left my vacation in Florida to go out to L.A., and I was 18, I was, I was like never alone before, flying on a plane out to LA, I was like, okay. And I was I was so nervous, I was terrified, And um, but I knew I'd get out there, I'll be okay. And um, the whole Actually, time on the flight... Actually, you, you called me and I did, said you wanted to back out later. of it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything wasn't okay when you landed. If it wasn't for Ryan, Take I all the time you went. want. So, um, yeah, I got on the plane and... Um, of course, I sit behind this person that's the worst smelling person. Like, the, I never smelled someone that smelled as awful as this person. And I'm just like, okay, this is awful. The whole time I had to close my eyes, I got sick like three times on the plane. It was awful. And um, I anyway, I got there and he picked me up in the van. And um, we get to the place we're staying. And he's like, all right, I'll be back in an hour. Here's some Pepto, you know, feel better, rest or whatever. And I'll come pick you up. So then... um. We go, and I rehearsed with, like, these four people I never met before, and, um, I met them, like, a few times, but we never played, and, um, at the time, I'm like, you know what, I think I'm just gonna go home, like, I can't do this, this is crazy, and, um, I stuck with it, and I'm like, alright, and it was a really hard week, it was definitely, I put a lot of pressure on myself to learn, like, it was, like, 12 songs in, like, a week, it felt like, I think that's what it was, and it was just constant, uh, you know, practicing and everything, and, um, and I get to the point where I'm like, I can't go home now. Well, I guess I'm stuck here. And um, I called Ryan. I'm like, I think I'm coming home. And he's like, no, no, you're, you'll have fun. Stick with it. I'm like, it can't get any worse than it is right now. I'm like, all right, let's just, I'll do it. So after the, the first two nights, it was with Angels and Airwaves, which was... Okay, nice. I'm like, Tom DeLong is like right there. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. So <laughs> it was, it was um, a little intimidating. And after like the first few nights, it was like... Uh, by the end of the tour, I was like, this is what I'm doing forever. It was just fantastic. I'm so, so happy I did it. I made that decision. I, like, forced myself to do it. But it was awesome. It was definitely a huge learning experience, a big stepping stone. And uh, I'm uh, happy I got to experience that before, like, now I'm going into it myself. So um, I'm happy I have that knowledge and, um, you know, have an idea of what I'm getting into. Great. What are the, some of the things that you learned? Um, well... I learned a lot, I mean, personally, like, of myself and everything, but there's a lot you learn about, like, um, uh, this is hard to, like, explain. Um, definitely learned, yeah, it's self-discipline. You have to really discipline yourself to, like, you're playing music you, and kind of don't get distracted with um, all the, you know, things that happen. Just really stick with the music and grow from it and, you know, take each day at a time, I guess. Yeah. How were you received on that tour? How did the fans receive you? Oh, um, I kind of felt like I was like the girl in the corner with like the dress playing piano, <laughs> like singing backups, and I'm like, I'm gonna do it, it's cool. And uh, I don't, I mean, 
I feel like people came up to me after the show and like, oh my god, you're so gay, can I like get a hug? And then like, of course, I had like the creepy dudes that are like, hey, really, can I get a picture of you? Yeah, I think you're really pretty. It's for I'm my like, daughter. <laughs> I'm like, alright, cool, thanks, totally, nice meeting you, whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess they liked me, I don't know. Nice. Yeah. Well, definitely have seen your fan base growing. Let's listen to another track.
So what's the difference in playing the West Coast and the East Coast? Difference? If um, any. I, it's weird. I don't see a huge difference. I mean, okay. like the, I feel like East Coast, it's always definitely around this area. It's like every, it's like sold out. We have all of our friends and family and craziness. Mm-hmm. West Coast is more, in general, I love playing West Coast just because I live on the East Coast. Living, going to the West Coast, it's like, oh, this is cool. Hey, look, we're playing like a few miles from the beach, whatever. It's like a cool, just different place, you know. That's what I like. Most definitely. Yeah. So what's next for you guys? Hmm. For a girl and guys. (laughs) We're uh, planning (laughs) to... um, Recording's the next step, definitely. Um, We've been playing shows. Like, our goal is playing a show once a month. Okay. Um, You know, getting our stuff out there. Like, just playing keeps us going, you know? We have to play live shows. Yeah, even if it's like... You know, one show we played, there were, like, three people and, like, one person we didn't know. And I'm like, all right, cool, you know, but you're going to have those shows. Mm-hmm. And um, either way, being on stage, it's like you need that uh, to keep going. You know what I mean? So, uh, but definitely next step's recording. Um, I'm trying to plan that out now. And I'm hoping to get into the studio with my brother in the next month or so to lay down some tracks. So. Do you have any recordings currently out? Um, I do. Um, they're probably from, like, two years ago. But, um, you know, I... I do, uh, they're like online, you could check mm-hmm. out, like, are my MySpace and everything, there's a few new demos, yeah, they're not, you know, but <laughs> they're, they're just demos, and, uh, yeah, but I'm hoping the next, by the summertime, definitely getting a few songs out there that are new, I feel like I'm constantly growing and changing and writing differently, and I feel like right now I'm in a good spot where I'm writing a lot, it's like my self-discovery year, so lots of writing going on. Nice. Sounds awesome. What advice do you have for others that aspire to do what you do? Advice. Um, I don't know. Does anybody have advice for us? <laughs> <laughs> um, stick. Don't. Don't ever give up. Ever. Like I feel like that's so easy. Like you can so easily get distracted with, you know. Oh, you have to do this. You have to do that. But really, like you, if you really want to do something, you, you have to do it. And you know, don't ever stop doing it. If it makes you happy, do it. Trust your gut. There you go. Just that little voice in your head. <laughs> I would say, to build on that, not that I've done too much, but it's definitely work. You definitely have to persevere with it. A lot of a lot of up-and-coming bands or whatever think that it's just fun. You can go out and play shows and make money and get the girl or whatever, stuff like that. But it's it's definitely work. and um, Especially where music is right now. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's so many um, ways to get music and to experience music, and you really got to find your your spot in it and the only way to find that I would say is just like she said just keep at it and just take the time I mean you may have your ups and downs but if you really love doing it and you put the you put the time in and you and really work on it I think I think you can do okay yeah the reward at the end is is definitely worth it awesome thank you for sitting down with us <laughs> thank you definitely Thanks. appreciate That's it fun. this is Amanda Mayhem and Sean from Unclaimed Bands signing off with Robin Gazera as always, with passion. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries. <laughs>